Minnesota boxing fans, and welcome to another episode of the Minnesota Fight Night podcast. I'm Brian Johnson, and my co-host is Sean Strauss. In this episode of the podcast, Minnesota boxer Tony Woods returns to talk about his big unanimous decision win over a very game opponent, Jarvis Williams of St. Louis, Missouri. Woods and Williams headlined the December 4th Ignite Fights card at Canterbury Expo Center in Shakopee. Woods, who improved to 9-0 with the win, dug deep and overcame a nasty cut to get his hand raised. The native of Iowa, now living in Shoreview, also gives his take on some of the big fights in recent weeks, including Vasily Lomachenko's impressive win over Richard Comey. Sean Strauss gets the ball rolling with that interview. But first, we'll hear from two other Minnesota boxers who scored big wins on the Ignite card. Josh Clark of Fridley improved to 3-0 with a decision nod over Ryan Atterbury of Merced, California. And in an explosive pro debut, Robbie Lloyd of Minneapolis stopped Thomas Allen of St. Joseph, Missouri. I caught up with both fighters shortly after their fights. I hope you enjoy the interviews. Congrats, uh, Josh, on a nice win tonight. Uh, how would you assess your performance? Um, I'd say it was a pretty good performance. I, I outboxed him every round. I was trying to look for more. They're trying to finish him this fight, but I, I didn't get to finish. I felt like I did some good stuff with the body pretty well, but uh, not completely satisfied with my performance. But hey, it was a four-day four day notice fight. So I was going to say you really took it on short notice. So was, uh, but I imagine you're staying in shape and just ready when the time calls, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty. I'm always in the gym uh, training and. My dad's gym, or I own my own gym in Rogers, so I go back and forth and train. So I've been I'm usually pretty, I'm pretty ready at any time. So, so what, what did you make of your opponent in there? Um, he was, you know, he was actually a lot better than I thought. To be honest, uh, he went in there. He made, he made me miss a few times. Did hit me a couple times. Uh, um, but yeah, he was a lot better. He's a tough dude. Take, take, take a punch. Yeah, yeah. Did you? Uh, are you? What's next? Are you hoping to get back in the ring here soon? Or? Yeah, hopefully. I'm trying to find a fight uh, for 15 round promotion in March 5th. So that's like the next uh, card that I'm trying to get on. But sure. maybe try to get something in January or February before that fight. Stay yeah. active. Yeah. So you're three and zero now. Three and zero is a pro, pro boxer. Yeah. It's a boxer, and and you also do uh, what? Some MMA and. I do. Yeah. I uh, was four and zero as an MMA fighter as an amateur. I uh, haven't fought pro yet in MMA, but that's what I'm trying to look forward to as well. Okay. Did you make my pro debut in MMA? Okay. Well, I thought you looked really good in there tonight. I uh, went to the body, went to the head, good movement. So I uh, looked pretty sharp for someone who took a fight on short notice, I thought. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. We're here chatting with Robbie Lloyd mere minutes after his sensational pro debut. First round knockout victory, and Robbie, congratulations on that. Thank you, brother. And you uh, lived up to your nickname tonight, Single Shot. That's right. Walk us through that. Uh, walk us through that knockout. Uh, well, I wanted to look, like prolong it a little bit. I wanted to show my hero, Caleb, what I can do and what he uh, always told me. You know, it was very limited in what he said. So what he said, I wanted to show him that I took it further. And I really wanted to end it with a body shot because that's what it, he hit me with when I was younger, showing me. And I wanted to return the favor by my first day, be showing him. 
So, yeah, yeah that, uh, w w he came in a lot of, uh, he came in aggressive. Yeah. And uh, I, I wanted to keep him at bay and carry it along, but he threw an overhand and put me in position. So I just back, uh, took a little half step back and just threw the one two. Yeah. The, the one was actually, you know, just to see where he was at, take his right hand away and then throw the two over the one. Yeah, yeah, you uh, had the opening there and you took advantage against the southpaw. Yeah. Uh, Nicely done. Yeah, we trained for that. Uh, Southpaw, you know, we're dealing with, in, in this generation, we're dealing with a lot of switch hitters. And I was waiting for the second round for me to switch because I actually fight Southpaw. Okay. But, uh, you know, I, I do a little different when you hurt. So, but, you know, he, he came in too aggressive. And I just took it as, as he gave it to me. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about your amateur career. I had a small amateur career, uh, very small, but, you know, I uh, took about, what, five or six years in the amateur. Yeah, I took the rest off and came back because I had a lot of time to think about it and raise my IQ. Okay, and you're from right here in Minneapolis, yes, is that Northside right? Minneapolis, yep. And who, who do you work with? Where do you train? I train in Minnetonka with a work gym. Okay, great. Well, you looked really good in there tonight. Thank uh, you. And, and when do you expect to be back in the ring? As soon as possible. I know I've got a, a fight card coming up uh, February 12th and one in January. So one around those time where I see what's up. Awesome. We'll look forward to that. One one other thing I want to ask you about. After the uh, fight, you were obviously pumped up, and, and rightfully so. Um, and you talked a little bit in the ring about this is for the kids. Can you can you explain that a little bit and expand yeah, sure, on that? Yeah, uh, When I was coming up, I started at Brunette's Boxing. You know, and I learned a lot from them. I learned a lot from Likes. I learned a lot from Uppercut. I learned a lot, a lot from uh, The Seller, actually, before they was really doing kickboxing and all that other stuff. I learned a lot, and I noticed at every gym that each kid that was kind of, you know, had potential to be great, they couldn't afford to get to the next stop. So I hopefully, if this, my career go good, we can now raise some money to make these kids, or let these kids go and actually experience this. You know, I think it'll do something bigger, because coming up, I couldn't afford to go to the next level. You know, it was always the city tournaments and then the upper Midwest. But then after that, it was like, what's next? I didn't have no money. You know, coming up young, 15, 14, 16 years old, family and everybody don't believe that you're, especially in the cities, they don't believe that you're a boxer until you start bringing belts and uh, championships on and, and trophies. So, you know, with that, I just, this fight was way more. I lost my pops a few months ago. And this is oh, way wow. more, even than that, was because I know that more kids have a chance. We lost kids at Northside Boxing that actually died that wanted to be a boxer and died months later from being told no. So over there, was it smoking, drinking, or anything like that? The chance I seen was the kids that wanted to stop and we turned them around. So from here on out, that's what I will be doing. I'll be doing this and showing kids that you can do this and don't stop because I didn't stop and look where I'm at. Well, great work, Robbie. Uh, congratulations again. Maybe maybe we can have you on the podcast sometime for an extended oh, I interview. It. I would love we, it. We, it sounds like you have a great story to I tell. I got a great, beautiful story. A lot of stuff. Absolutely. Are you on social media or yes, anything? Yes, I am. Single Shot Rob at, uh, on uh, Instagram. Okay. Okay. Facebook or Twitter or anything no like Facebook, that? No Facebook, no Twitter. Uh, just on the uh, Instagram. Go to Instagram. All right. We'll look you up there. All right. Thank you, All buddy. All right. Congratulations. Thank you again. Thanks for your time. All right, thanks for joining us on the Minnesota Fight Night podcast. I'm Sean Strauss. My co-host is Brian Johnson. Tonight, we're joined by Tony Woods to do a recap of the fights recently held down at Canterbury. Uh, that was put on by Ignite Fights, and that was a really cool day. Uh, we previewed the card previously on the podcast uh, where we had in Eric Hinderocker on the card or on the podcast, and uh, it was a Muay Thai slash boxing show that went all day um so for those of you who went uh, maybe you went all for day. part of it um it was really cool 
Um, it was streamed also where Caleb Truax did the uh, play-by-play. Um, but Tony, thanks so much. You were the main event of the card. Um, and thanks for joining us to talk about the fights. No problem, man. No problem. Thanks for having me. So we had quite a few Minnesota fighters on the boxing card, which was, you know, really nice to see. Um, do you have any particular favorite? I mean, do you, first of all, I guess, I know you're the main event. Were you watching the fights? You know, I know they had them on the TV uh, in the, in the, uh, in the arena there. Uh, I'm not sure if you were able to see it backstage or not. No, we wouldn't. Uh, I wasn't able to see it backstage. I wasn't able to uh, watch any of them. I looked at it. I watched I tuned into a couple, just checked in on them, but really, I really didn't get to watch anything. I was focused on getting ready and working yep. with folks on what I had to do. But uh, no, man, uh, Derry was on there. I was glad he was able to get on there and, and win in spectacular fashion. Same with Robbie Lloydy. He was on there. Uh, I worked with AI. I actually, he was one of my sparring partners for camp. So I was glad he was able to go out there and, and showcase his skills, man. It was a great night. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, we had the Minnesota winners. It looks like Tommy Mo, uh, Matlin, sorry, uh, mm-hmm. kicked off the, the fights, you know, with a, a win for Minnesota. Um, then we had Gavin Hendrickson got a win. He's from Minnesota. Joshua Clark out of Fridley got a win. He's another Minnesota fighter. And then you said Robbie Lloyd, I believe um, he works out of the work gym, correct? Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, I, I believe he's the one I didn't tag, <laughs> you know, when I was trying to tag a bunch of fighters oh, yeah. on Instagram. And I said, I, I think I missed somebody. He's like, yeah, me. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> don't worry about it. I was like, oh, man, mm. I felt really bad. So sorry, Robbie. Um, but spectacular fight. I believe he got fight of the night. Um, yeah. You mentioned Derry Jones. Um, I've met Derry uh, briefly um, years ago and uh, was really excited to see his pro debut. Yeah. He was a former Minnesotan, uh, now resides out in California, but we still call him a Minnesota fighter. Um, <laughs> yeah, then for sure. the, the co-main event, uh, we had the Cuban fighting. It was uh, crazy. That was yeah, a great, it was out of Valhalla. Uh, Denny Reyes is how you say his name. Yeah, Chris is Cam. I'm not sure. Man, that was a war. I gotta say, yeah. I I thought at one point it was it was done, and then the other guys coming back the other yeah. way. It was really it was really fun to watch that fight. Yeah, I heard I heard that fight was uh crazy, man. I uh, I didn't get to see it, man, but I heard I kept I kept I was in the back warming up, and I was sitting there, and I kept thinking it was over. Yeah. I hear a big ooh, and then I heard the bell, and they rung the bell like six times, and it confused me because I thought when they rung it that many times, it was a stoppage or something. So now I'm up thinking it's time to go, and then I hear the bell for round two, and I'm like, oh, well, I thought it was over. So that was uh, that was throwing me off, man. But, yeah, I heard it was a heck of a show, man. Came and out, he's one tough guy. I tell you what. At, at Absolutely. Guys, obviously, but. There was one point where Cayman was walking back to his corner after the round, and I thought, sure, he was done. But he came out and he fought like like a like a real warrior after that, and just you know, went the day. He, he scored a knockdown too, I believe, was it the first or second round? Um, but you know, uh, Ray has got the decision, and that was probably the right call. But you know, great fight, great yeah, fight. That's what I heard. Yeah, and on the undercards, there was a couple other Minnesota fighters that were on the card that, you know, that unfortunately didn't get the decisions going their way. But that was Dustin Heiss, I think is how you pronounce his name, H-E-I-S-S-E, out of Owatonna. We had uh, Derek Gottlieb. I've seen that name quite a bit. He looks like he's out of St. Cloud. Um, and he unfortunately didn't get the decision there. Um, he got, he had the unfortunate 
the task of taking on dairy. <laughs> um, yeah, 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 and uh, that's just tall then, order. Tall order. Yeah, you mentioned Cayman Adi um, out of Hinkley, a tough, tough guy. Um, I your that... opponent was from St. Louis, huh? Oh, sorry, Brian. Yeah, what man. was that? Uh, I just wanted to interject. Who was the fighter? I thought it was Hendrickson who actually had a no contest. Um, yeah, it... over a head, but I heard that, but I wasn't yeah. sure what exactly happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it looked at first like it was a, a just a dramatic knockout, but I could see ref. I was at ringside and referee Mark Nelson was leaning over the ropes, telling the judges or the scorekeeper that you know there's a headbutt, uh, accidental headbutt. So they called it a no contest, um, and that was I think that was Hendrickson, if I'm not mistaken. I've got it, I've got it marked like that, down but I that it was actually sure. the first fight, but I'm not sure. Um, I thought it was uh, in the Hardy Madeline fight, but I okay. don't know. Um, I wish we had the recording of that. I know it was streamed. These fights were all excellent, including yours, Tony. Um, I haven't been to live boxing, um, you know, in a little while, other than at the Armory. Um, mm -hmm. You know, even though we've had some local cards going on, like you know, Valhalla's put on some cards. We had the Element Show, which I was at. Uh, I want to say that was back in. June. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. That was really cool. Um, but uh, there's something about being at the fights live. It was really fun. Um, but it was action packed. You know, a lot of these fights were just either there were wars going back and forth or there were short right. fights, you know, where you're getting stoppages. And that's like, that's what you want to see. It just makes it really entertaining. Yeah, it's it's uh it's, it's always good to go to fights and you just kind of see a combined. You get to see your knockouts, you get to see your wars back and forth. I mean, sometimes it, it like everybody wants knockouts, but sometimes when you go to a show and it's just all knockouts within the first three rounds, it's kind of like, well, what, well, that was cool, but you know, <laughs> it's over so fast. You know, what I'm saying nothing was competitive, so it's nice to see a little bit of competitive uh, spirits in there and, and matches and even matches in there. So it's always nice. For sure. Yeah, I think they saved the best war for last, man. You and yeah. Jarvis <laughs> Williams, you guys went to war. Wow. What a fight. Yeah, that was uh yeah, he came he came to fight, man. Uh he was a really tough guy. Uh we knew that coming in. And yeah. uh I think we went into that fight. We wanted to get six rounds. We want we wanted to go in there, we wanted to get six rounds, we wanted to know that we could go in there and outbox a guy for for six rounds, you know what I'm saying, if needed to be. And saying so you always want to get the stoppage, but sometimes you you getting getting a decision, a dominant decision win is just as important as you were saying your knockout fights, you know what I mean? Especially against tough guys like that. Like Jarvis is a warrior, man. He's been there with some yeah. some tough guys. And he he it, he hasn't been stopped other than I think twice. Right. So I and mean it was a great fight, man. Great time. And tell tell us about that. You had a pretty nasty cut there, I think, along your <laughs> eye. And how did that uh how did that affect you? It didn't look like it was impairing your vision or anything, but um, you know, it's gotta be uh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it's got to be a distraction, if nothing else. Uh, so I think, uh, yeah. So it was a headbutt in the second round. Okay. That actually, so it's common, and it's it's, it's a common thing when you got a taller fighter against a little bit of shorter fighter. Sometimes when they when you, when you guys engage, you know, what I'm saying head clashes, it's, it's part of the game. And uh, it was a head clash in the second round. And I felt so like I, I felt the blood start to trickle down, but it, it didn't. I didn't realize how the severity of it until after the fight. Like I didn't realize how big the cut was. I thought it was just on the side here, and it mm -hmm. actually ended up being, uh, you know, saying the actual cut you normally see in boxing right over the eyelid. 
So, mm-hmm. but uh, I had a great cut man in my corner and uh, Jesse Garza, phenomenal cut man. It, it, he made the cut a non-factor from when it happened to the end of the fight. Like it, it I think I wiped, I think I wiped that at once and I wiped that at just, mm-hmm. out of just, you know what I'm saying? Just to, not even that it, it was affecting my vision, but just kind of like, you know, it, you, it was there. So I, you know what I'm saying? You kind of just wipe at it just to see, but I right. mean, it, it was honestly a non-factor. It didn't bother me at all, as bad as it looked. Yeah, I wasn't. I had no complications. I was able to go out there and still execute. It didn't stop me from uh doing anything that I wanted to do, and got the yeah. job done. Well, I was gonna ask. I was trying to track you down after the fights to uh, talk to you, and uh, I, I figured you were probably getting stitched up. So uh, yeah, yeah, I was a uh, was a little <laughs> hectic after the fight. I was people want to take pictures and talk about yeah, especially with the snowstorm happening too. Yeah, yeah, that too. So I mean. Yeah, it was a, it was, it was a little bit crazy after the fight. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a great win, so congrats on that. Um, so what, uh, what, what do you, what do you think? Uh, I mean, it looked like you had, you had uh, everything in your arsenal working. Um, what, uh, what do you think, particularly? What was the difference maker? I think I just, I, I the, the, the preparation going into this fight, like we, we. Yeah. Uh, saying me and my team, we sat down and we knew we we knew we could not if we wanted to stop it, we could get stoppage. Like it was, it was never a thing. Like we were like, okay, we can't stop this guy. So we knew we could get a stoppage. It was a thing of more so we wanted to go in there and actually kind of showcase my boxing ability and show people that I can box and I can go six mm-hmm. rounds and I can win a fight in dominant fashion. And uh, I think uh, I showed that for the most part. Like there was, there's always things you can go back and work on. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But uh, I went out there. I was able to dominate the fight. You know what I'm saying? I was able to, you know what I'm saying, apply the pressure and box and use my jab and, and you know what I'm saying, and, and, and execute my game plan that we we, we came in with. So mm-hmm. uh, in that aspect, man, uh, I think it was – I went in there and did exactly what I wanted to do. Yeah, yeah I there's think only really definitely... one thing that I saw um, Jarvis doing extremely well, um, and I wasn't sure if it would cause the cut or not, but it was his right hand, and he was timing it. And I was wondering if when he was landing it afterwards, if it was making the cut worse or not, um, did it seem like that affected it? You know, or is he moving the blood around? I mean, I know you said Jesse did a great job minimizing the, the blood in the corner. Um, but yeah, that seemed to be a, you eventually uh, shifted. You know, I could tell that like you, you made adjustments, but it seemed like for a round or two, he was landing some, some right hands. Yeah. And I was kind of like, uh Oh, <laughs> you know, cause I knew yeah, that was a, uh... So that yeah, that was his money punch in the fight. He did land a lot of it, and that's 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 one of the things that we were uh, looking at when we look back at the fight. But um, no, it it didn't it didn't bother me at all. Uh, the cut happened from a headbutt, head collision. That shot was was like his best shot, and we and, we, and it was because crazy because we were we 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 planned for it. We knew that was the shot he was gonna try to land, mm-hmm. and he actually landed it more times than I would have liked to, but. Once I said, I think it took, I think about the, the third round, I really settled into the fight. And that's really what I wanted to get out of this fight was, was getting in, getting to a point in there where, where I'm comfortable in, in the fight. So by the third round, I settled into the fight. And I think I started to, that's when I started to more, more so block the right hand. He wasn't landing as much and as, as mm-hmm. uh, consistent as he was in the early rounds. Mm-hmm. But um, no, it didn't cause me any, no, I mean, I, I, yeah, it was it, it was crazy to say that because like usually you think like the cut being on the side it was on him throwing that right would have would have caused more damage, but to me it 
never impaired me at all. Oh, that's good. Did you? I I know. Uh, I believe uh, your opponent had previously fought uh, Cruz Stewart. Uh, yes. Did you did you learn anything from Cruz or get a scouting report or anything? Uh, not leading into this fight, but I mean, Cruz Stewart is that, that's like is like my big brother, man. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I I wouldn't be I wouldn't be half the fighter I am without him. I mean, he he's taught me so much along the way from the amateurs even leading into the pros. So yeah, mm-hmm. I, I went back. I looked at we looked at that we looked at that fight. We looked at his fight with uh my other my other buddy that's actually fighting on the PBC card this weekend. Uh, Pacino he fought him. They, okay. They fought Jarvis, so we kind of, we kind of, we kind of, we seen Jarvis fight a few times. So that's how we knew that he was going to be a tough challenge, and he was going to be a guy that would be able to get give me rounds and, and be in there and be durable. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, yeah, we took we took th- we took things from what we seen. We kind of knew what he was what he was coming with. Mm-hmm. So is the cut gonna affect you know like the timeline for you know what your plans were? Um, I don't know if you guys had anything. I, we discussed in previous podcasts at the the nice clip you were fighting at. You know, you've been you've been very active. Um, is very. that going to slow you down at all, um, or is Slightly. it you know, projected to heal pretty good? Or slightly? Is it? I only got a forty five day suspension. So forty five day suspension for the cut of no contact. So I think January, mid January, I can get back to sparring and everything. But no, it's it's, it's healing up nice. Uh, I ain't had I had no complications with it or anything, so I actually got stitches removed. So, yeah, just now it's just kind of kind of let it rest up, and we'll uh, finally get back to work. Now that how I got many stitches out. was Start it? Training. It was a uh, seven, seven or eight. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, what did you guys say to each other after the fight? Oh, it was uh, it was it was all love, man. Uh, yeah. You know, what I'm saying competitor to competitor, man. He 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 put up a great fight, man. Uh, he 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 went in there and he gave me the exact experience I needed. So just you know, what I'm saying thank you for coming out, thanking him for uh, showing up and uh, putting on a great show, man. We got fight of the night, so yeah, I think we uh we put on yeah, a good it show was a great crowd. show. Yeah, for the sure, fans got sure. their money's worth, that's for sure. Absolutely, yeah, it was uh, it was fun, man. Looking forward to the, getting back to it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, well, if you don't have another one scheduled yet, if you got to wait a while. Um, I guess then the question is this weekend, we can talk about the fights. We have a lot of fights going on, um, both locally and on, on national um, and worldwide television. Locally, we've got uh, fights at the Armory. Um, that's the big one, the PBC card with David Morrell Jr. Yeah. We're all excited about that. It's that's be probably fun. the, that's the be biggest fun. one locally. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. We've got the state silver gloves for the amateurs going on up in St. Cloud on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, I was wondering where that was. I, didn't, uh, I had seen a couple of th- posts about it, but I didn't know where it was at. Yep, it's at the St. Cloud Armory. So Brian and I are kind of going to do a little tag team. He's going to be at the Armory, and I'm going to go up to the uh, to the amateurs up in St. Cloud. No, Which I'm I'm bummed to miss the armory because the armory is always something so special. Um, it's a <laughs> yeah, it's, it's electric. Always, it's a good time, man. It's a great time. I I love that place. I can't wait to uh, get my opportunity to uh, showcase my talents in there. But hey, I'd be lying be if I said I wasn't excited to see the amateurs. So that's one thing we we'd love to see more uh, local fighters have an opportunity on the uh, you know uh, at least on the undercard at some of those PBC shows and. We've got uh, Vishan Owens is on the undercard yeah. uh, for that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing him, man. He's put uh, yeah. he's fought the last three of them, hasn't he? Yeah, he's been, you know, the Armory is sort of like his home away from home now. He's really been uh, 
it, it has quite a following there, but he's got a tough one on his hands here um, at, at this next card. I think his opponent's 19 and 0, if I'm not oh, mistaken. Wow. Um, and, you know, really a tough fighter, but, you know, we'll see what he can do. Uh, he's, he's a, you know, he, he's very capable. He's a good guy and a good fighter. So, oh, yeah. Vishon's great. I mean, he was, a, he was a great amateur. I remember, I remember coming up with Vishon and the amateurs, man. He, he was a great amateur, too, man. He can, he can really fight. He, he's really yeah. I think I think he'll come in with a game plan. I think he uh I think I think he I think he I think he has the skills to pull out the victory on Saturday. So I'm uh, I'm looking for him to, to take care of business in front of the in front of the home crowd. I think so too. And I think he's found a home there at junior junior welterweight, you know, 140 mm-hmm. pounds. That seems to be a good uh a good place for him. So oh yeah, really solid, really solid. He's yeah. big down there too. He's big, he's a lot bigger down there compared to yeah. fighting at 54 like he was. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, people so, stick around to see him fight for sure. I know um, one of the first times I got down to the armory to see him, um, we were all excited because we thought he was going to be on the televised portion, and he ended up getting bumped uh, after the main event. And I was really happy to see people sticking around to watch him. Um, oh, he has a and big then follow. He has a really big follow. The next yeah. time I saw him, it was the same thing. You know, he was after the main event. Um, you know, after the televised part. But yeah, he's got people there following him, and he always puts on a good show. So that'll right, be a good he, fight. He's a really good fighter, man. I'm looking forward to seeing him. And we'd love um, to see you, of course, uh, at the Armory sometime. So Absolutely. Yeah, hopefully soon. <laughs> so, see, how, how, see how we can make that happen. The yeah, other um, – um, No need to rush things. We'll, we'll get there when we get there. Yeah, you got to heal that cut <laughs> first, right? The yeah. other local card, guys, is uh, the Seasons Beatings card that's being put on by Valhalla Combat. That's going to be at the Anoka Armory. Um, so yeah, those are the local cards, but then we got some other national cards. We got the, the Jake Paul, Tyron Woodley, you know, the, the uh, for, for, for all of the, for the bragging rights, there's nothing, yep. there's nothing there, man. I, and then we got Chisora versus to watch Parker it. on yeah. his own. Um, that'd be a that, nice one. That's actually, that one will be fun. Um, that'd be a good fight. And then, the, yeah. well, but even before all that, this Friday we got Better Bev. Also, he's fighting on ESPN. So, um, but we just had some great fights too. I mean, Nonito Donaire, what a fight that was! Ending with the body great. shot. <laughs> he's great. <laughs> he's so good. I know we, you and I, I both have talked about him before. We both are fans. Yeah, he's of his. so good. He's so good. I, I'm, and did I'm you see so in a way? Uh, I'm looking just forward one, to too. Yeah. So I yeah, yeah, they're trying to have. The, oh yeah yeah so yeah. hopefully we'll get the unification between those fellas yeah i like yeah. to see i like to see in a way uh go and destroy casimiro real quick because i just don't believe i don't believe casimiro is that good i think uh, he'll go in there i think in a way will take care of him do what he needs to do get that belt and uh yeah let's see the unification for all the marbles against uh donair too i think it'd be easily fight yeah. fight of the year 2022 I would not be nice. disappointed with that either. I think that's great. Um, but yeah, then there was what other cards we had here. There was ESPN fights. Um, what am I forgetting, Brian? Uh, there were some big ones. There were some big ones. Lomachenko. Uh, Lomachenko. Oh, Loma. How could I forget Loma? What a beautiful fight that was. Um, you know, he, he trying to get the corner, you know, uh, to stop it in the seventh after he dropped him I, and then I he had him on liked, weak legs. I mean, I thought he was pretty game, though. Um, he was, he was, and he. Comey, I thought Comey was super game. I thought, I thought Comey came out with a very good game plan. I think he, 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 he attacked and did what he, he, he had to do, in the sense of he was gonna win the fight. 
He went out there and every time Loma was in range, he let his hands go. No matter if it was if it was if it was mostly blocked or caught or you know what I'm saying, he let his hands go and he he was landing heavy shots. It's just man, Loma, Loma's good, man. He's very, very, uh, very tight fighter, very defensively sound fighter. Movements unbelievable. Probably has the best probably has the best movement in the game. Honestly, I, I don't know anybody right now that probably has better movement cutting angles than Lomachenko. But yeah, I mean, hats off to Comey. I think Comey fought very well. Yeah, it'd be nice yeah. if you could see a Cambosis uh, Loma unification there too. That yeah. or or not unification because oh, technically yeah. Cambosis has them all. But you know, Loma wants his belts back naturally um, after Cambosis took him from Lopez. Um, but man, that undercard too it. on the Loma fight, you saw the. Uh, there is a, quite a few great fights on there. Um, oh, yeah, you had that, that. What's the new heavyweight, Jared? Uh, what's his last name? Anderson. The one who came out in the yeah, pin yeah Jared. Yeah, yeah, Jared Anderson <laughs> strutting with his. He's game. great. He's gonna be. He's gonna be. Man. He's gonna be. Uh, he's gonna be good for a long time. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I, Anderson, I like watching said, Jared too. Yeah, yeah. yeah I got to. I got to remember that name because yeah, that was a that was a fun one. Yeah. Uh, He's, Who else uh, am I forgetting? There's other ones on there. He might bring that heavyweight title back home to the United States. Who knows? Oh yeah, you know? I, I think he definitely yeah, will. When he, when he gets his shot, when he gets his shot at the at the bigger names and the, the bigger fights, he's he's definitely going to be world. He's going to be a world champion. It, no matter if he has all of them or he has one of them, he's going to be a world champion. I agree with you. He's got he has. He has all the tools, and he's got a, a, a fun personality too. He's a, he seems like a like a good dude, and um, it'd be nice to it'll be interesting and fun to watch his career progress. So, oh yeah, yeah, he sure seemed at home in the bright lights. That's for sure. Um, yeah, he's. Then we had Xander Zayas. Uh, I, I think that's a, who it was. Yeah, I, I, I right? like to see him. Yeah, I like to I like to see him fight uh, better opposition. I like to see yeah. him fight somebody who's going to who's going to punch back. Uh, I think I mean yeah, don't get me wrong, he's what that was his twelfth fight. I think he's twelve and zero now. Twelve and zero, like ten knockouts or eleven knockouts. Very good fighter. I think he I mean I think he's the next big Puerto Rican star, but at the same time I like to see him see fight somebody who fight uh who who punches back and and, and give him a real test. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that would be that would be good. And it also we were talking about Lomachenko there just a few uh, moments ago and that lightweight division, man, that's really sort of become the hot division now in boxing and, uh, you know, Cambosis, of course, and, you know, Tank. Uh, oh, yeah. What, what more can you say, right? Uh, they're, they're it's a great fighter, uh, man. Yeah, there, there's a, a potential for some just uh, blockbuster fights there. So I don't understand why they're not being made. Like there, I, I, there's, there's, I, that division that, in particular, that, that, there are so many quote unquote big names that should be fighting each other in some way, shape, or form that aren't. It's just mind blowing, you know. You right, got and the, I understand like the younger guys. Like, I mean, I, I understand like holding out for like the Ryan Garcias and the David Haney's and the and the Shakur Stevensons, yeah, because them guys are young. Guys are what twenty, not barely twenty four years old, all of them. But um, yeah. But Tank not fighting Lomas, not fighting um, Comey's. I mean, even guys like that. I mean, I mean, Tank's not even fighting those guys. I mean, he should be mm-hmm. fighting like the Richard Comey's. He should be fighting Cambosis and and he should be fighting. You know, what I'm saying Lomachenko's. Who was the other one that that uh, is there right now that got a title? Uh, even uh, 
Now I guess he's young too. So I mean, like they're, they're just so it's crazy because it's so young now down there that like that no one wants to risk their star. No one mm-hmm. wants to. No one wants to get rid of their. Oh, everybody's thinking that you you can't have a loss in this game. Yeah, and I like I said, I think when when boxing gets away from that, and I think the the longer Mayweather's out of the sport, you know what I'm saying? I think boxing eventually will get away from that. To where like it doesn't matter if you have an O, kind of like it was back in back in the eighties and the nineties, to where like guys would have one loss, three losses, four losses, but they were exciting fighters, great fighters, and they put Absolutely. on great fights and they took the challenges, and that's when yeah. boxing was at its highest. Talking about the eighties, man, that's my time. <laughs> I'm old enough to remember those fights on TV with uh, you know talking about the lightweight division, Boom Boom Mancini, Alexis Arguello, Aaron Pryor. You talk about that lightweight junior welterweight, man. You talk about some fighters there, Livingston Brand Bramble. Um, that's just there's something about that division that has uh, through the years they've really produced some some fun and exciting talent. And but like you said, Tony, a guy could have a loss or two on their record, and they would come back and and uh, just get right back at it. And uh, mm-hmm. and know, they would get big fights. Right. Right. Exactly. I mean, it's like yeah. you didn't have that. There, there, there's so much this and this new age. There's so much emphasis put on that that O on your record. That's like guys are scared to make the bigger fights. That's why you got there's a lot of fighters who ain't fighting. You got guys like the Charlo brothers who who aren't mm-hmm. fighting anybody. You're right. saying you got you're saying Spence and Crawford that can't get in the ring together because you're saying promotional obligations. But I I, I don't really. I'm not gonna sit here and say I think that's what it is. But I mean that's you're saying that's what they'll say. One of them don't want to cross the street. I mean, so like, it, it's just tough these days. I, I just there's there's so many there's so many fights that the fans want to see, and because no one wants to risk their O. Yep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're not. Yeah, and you've to, seen you know, it. We have to wait forever to see them. How many different exactly times right. have you seen it where someone goes out there and puts on a great performance, but loses, but ends up increasing their brand just because everyone's like, wow, like exactly. they were just amazing in that last fight, you know, and maybe. They dropped the other guy who everyone thought was un- untouchable or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, yeah, maybe they get knocked out or, or they go the distance. But then it's like everyone's like, that guy's legit and he's real. And, you know, everyone wants to rewatch those fights or they want to see those fighters fight again. Mm-hmm. It's like Sean. It's like, Sean, I mean, I feel like Sean Porter's that type of fighter. Oh, oh yeah. absolutely. Sean Porter's in there with everybody. He, he has, what, three or four losses. But, I mean, it, does, it, didn't, it didn't deteriorate his legacy or how good he was oh, yeah. as a fighter. You still want to see him fight. And it's like, then one of the type of fights, you know what I'm saying, you want. Them the type of fighters you want, them the type of fights you want to have because you got guys like, you know what I'm saying, Porter, who's fought Thurman, Garcia. I mean, yeah. it, the top guy at the, at the time, when you're going back to what? It was probably 2017. You had Danny mm-hmm. Garcia. You had Keith Thurman. Earl Spence was coming up. You had Sean Porter. You had Crawford coming up. But these were, them were like the kings of the mm-hmm. weight class. And them guys were all fighting each other. Yeah. Well, when he like, is fought that's Crawford. what you want to see more. Even though he retired after that fight, I mean, I got to say, it's like, I would love to watch Porter fight again. I mean, that fight against Crawford was unreal. And when you see a guy get dropped and how he's banging on the canvas, like willing himself to get up, he's so frustrated with what just happened because he just got, he just got hit in the perfect spot that dropped him. Mm -hmm. But, but he willed himself up and kept going. And he's such a warrior. He is absolutely so fun to watch. And all of his fights are fun to watch. He was always a warrior. Uh, I'm, John Porter fan. I he's yeah. It sounds like he's doing pretty well now. He's got the PBC gig. He does some announcing yeah. there. Not so um good for him if you know that's his thing now. Um 
but but as a fan, I'm gonna miss him. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, great fighter. fighter. Great fighter. <laughs> yep. So what? Getting speaking of the PBC, we're talking a little bit about the Armory Show. Uh, um, what? Tony, what do you make of uh, the main event there with David Morrell? It's always fun to see him in action. Oh, yeah. I, I, I expect him to go out there and do what he does. I mean, I, I'm not I'm not too uh, familiar with the, the guys fighting the Fox guy or whatever, but mm. um, I, I expect David to do what he does. I mean, go out there, box, box smart, box, you know what I'm saying, spectacular like he does, and uh, get the stoppage. Probably, was it 10-rounder or 12-rounder? Mm-hmm. I think twelve, yeah, twelve. I, it it may go six, maybe. I don't even it think it's going go that far. 12. <laughs> it's not going yeah. twelve. We know that. I, yeah, yeah, I think he's gonna go out there and do exactly what uh what everybody expects him to do. Yeah, I agree. He uh, he has uh, he can do it all in the ring, and he's uh, a colorful character too. And um, it's fun to see him uh, with that Minnesota connection up here now. So with, yeah. with COD and so it's, uh, he's, he's uh, become a real fan favorite here at the Armory and in Minneapolis. So, yeah, when that fight was first announced, I had to do a double take because I saw it announced as Fox. And for a split second, I thought it was Michael Fox. And I was like, what? <laughs> because, you know, we all remember what happened with the Michael Fox fight. That was horrible robbery. Yeah, that but was, this is yeah, Alanta's bad. Fox. Um, Which so I yeah, not the name, same Fox. But I'm not sure. I don't. I'm not sure if I've seen him fight or not. I thought I. I thought I recognized his name, but I'm not. I'm not too familiar with him. He's 28, two and one. Um, looking at his record, um, just kind of scrolling back to see if any names just really jump out at me. Demetrius Andrade's the the one that's, right away. That's I think that's he who lost I, a unanimous decision. Yeah, yeah so that's, that's who I was. And I think that's who I was thinking of. Uh, I, I, I was like, when I heard the name, I was like, man, I, I know he's fought somebody relevant that I know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that was the fight I'm thinking of. Yep, that's the one. Because that, that was a while. That was a while. That was a while ago, wasn't it? That was 2017. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was that one. Because that was around the time so, when they were trying to make the Charlo, the Charlo and Andre fight, and that fell out. I think right after that fight. Um, Alantes was on the card at the Armory back in June. Um, so, uh, he's been around, um, he okay. fought Manny, Manny Woods and got a TKO win and, uh, the seventh round of an eight round fight. Okay. Um, so he might so, be a little bit, he might be a pretty game. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, it won't be his first time here in Minnesota. Um, but yeah, Brian, you'll have to let us know how he does. <laughs> well, I think Morrell's at that point in his career. He doesn't want any soft touches. He's ready for. You know, I no, think he he has such an extensive though. background. His amateur background is so extensive. You, he's kind of like Loma. They're gonna they're gonna fast track him. So yeah. he should be fight. I think he'll be fighting. He'll be fighting top opposition, pretty much going forward. Yeah, yeah, I I think so too. You mentioned a friend of yours who's on the undercard of the uh, PBC show at the Armory. Uh, tell us about that a little bit. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Pontino Hill is fighting. Yeah. He's fighting that Surrey. I don't know how to say his last name. I'll slaughter if I try. But uh, <laughs> he's fighting that Surrey. The Surrey is a he's a he's a, a prospect guy that they're trying to. I think they're trying to build. I'm not 100 percent sure. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I think uh, Chino has all the tools to beat him. I think Chino, that, uh, Chino he's super strong. I think I think they're under. I think they're bringing him in. Obviously, 
know what I'm saying, as a B-side fighter, but I think uh, it's a very – I think it's a 50-50 fight. I think uh, he has a very strong chance to win. If he comes in there and uh, takes care of business, I actually uh, talked to him today. I I think he's going to go – I think he's going to come in there. I think he's going to shock uh, a lot of people. Well, that'll be fun to watch. It uh, looks like they have a good lineup there. Uh, some pretty intriguing fights uh, leading up to the main event. And so uh, we'll definitely, we're definitely looking forward to that one. All right, that's going to be a good – that was going to be a good fight, man. Uh, I go back – me and Chino go back a long time in uh, boxing. I mean, before U- USA – or not USA, but uh, National Golden Glove teammates. I mean, we, gloves, he fought uh, – He's he's a good fighter, man. He did really. He had a really. He was a short amateur uh, career, but he when he was in, when he was in the amateurs, he uh, he fought at the at the high level and was able to win and, and fight at the national level and win. So uh, mm-hmm. I think uh, yeah, I think he got a. I've yeah, we've actually fought in the amateurs a couple of times. I mean, he's very. I can tell you one thing. He's strong. He's definitely strong. Mm-hmm. And he definitely box when he wants to. So I think uh, I'm I'm super excited. I think I'm more excited to watch that fight than not any other ones. But. <laughs> well. But I know, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great show. Sometimes you get the fight of the night on the undercard, so oh yeah, maybe that'll be the case here. Um, so uh, what you you mentioned uh, that you I, with the cut and everything, you'll have the green light to start sparring again, maybe sometime in January. Um, Mid January, January eighteenth, I think. Okay, so where when would you like to get back in the ring again and? Um, kind of i think you're what nine and oh now yep so keep it keeping that unbeaten streak going get to 10 and oh when when do you think that's gonna happen uh, I, 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 honestly <laughs> probably uh sooner than i than i'm expecting <laughs> knowing uh my uh everybody anybody who knows uh my manager eric he knows he uh he uh, likes to likes to keep me going. Likes to keep me busy. He knows I he knows I uh, I work hard. He knows I stay in shape. He always I'm always ready. So mm-hmm. as soon as he feels as though you know, what I'm saying as soon as he feels as though and my trainers and my and my coaches feel as though we're ready to uh, the cuts healed and we're 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 looking good. I think we'll be back in there. So I'd say probably mid March, early early April at the latest. Okay. Yeah, speaking of Eric, I know he was going to be on with us tonight, but uh, something came up. Uh, but I just wanted to say a quick thank you to uh, Eric and to Jeremy Bjornberg and to Canterbury um, and everybody at Ignite Fights and everything for having us out uh, to watch you, Tony, and to see all the uh, the great action at Canterbury that at the Expo Center. That was really fun. Um, that was very I fun know time. I'm looking forward to the next one. Yeah, as, uh, hopefully they do another one, man. That'll be, uh, that'll be very uh, fun. Yeah, it looked like they had a pretty good crowd there. Yeah, it looked like everybody had fun. So they said it was uh, I want to say it was a uh, they said total. I think it was like twenty five hundred people showed up. Wow, wow. So it was That's... a it was a it was a pretty big. I don't know. I I don't I don't know what it was at the at at the at the peak, but right. I know they showed uh at one time. But I know they said they they uh, I think total all together it was like twenty five hundred people showed up. So. It was a, it was a, I'd, I'd say it was definitely a success. I, I think we'll definitely be back there soon, sooner than later. I'm looking forward to it. Great. Great. Good to hear. I so met I- uh, a, a few different people there um, that I hadn't, you know, off of social media that I've been friends with. And uh, everybody was having a great time, Tony, including um, someone we're hoping to have on the podcast. I'm going to see her up in uh, St. Cloud. She's going to be fighting her sixth fight. 
Uh, she's out of Front Street. You know, we talked about that gym before. I know the guys from Circle of Discipline, they'd go out and train up in Barnum. And we'd always heard about how they were helping get a gym going up there. And I believe that's Front okay. Street. Um, and it was her first time at Pro Fights. Um, so she got to come and see you fight. Um, her name is Willow. And she's, uh, like I said, she's fighting out of Front Street. And uh, so I'm excited to see her. I got to meet her briefly. Um, and like I said, I got to see a bunch of people. And I had a bunch of people message me. Um, that I didn't get a chance to say hello to. Um, but yeah, everybody enjoyed it, man. So you can feel good. You put, on a great, you put on a great show. Glad to hear it, man. I'm trying to make it, uh, just trying to just trying to put my stable point out here and make me some fans, you know, uh, show the people I can box and uh, give everybody a good show when they do see me, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, well, Eric, did you have any, or sorry, Sean, we've had Eric on so many times. I don't want to see Eric. <laughs> Sean, do you uh -oh. have anything else? Freudian slip. Eric's taking my job. All right. Um, <laughs> no, um, I think that's about it, guys. I think we talked about the fights. You know, we talked about some of the other fights that happened. We covered a little bit of the fights coming up. Um, <laughs> the only thing you didn't really talk about, which is not necessarily a fight, but it was funny nonetheless, was Tyson Fury singing to Bob Arum for his 90th birthday. <laughs> getting He's a character, man. Man, he's a character. I, I think he. I think he's. I. I. I think he's. He's. He's great for boxing. I think he's. I think he's. Uh, uh, his personality is huge. I think. I think. Uh, for, as a, as a even though he's from across the pond, I think uh, as a, as a heavyweight champion, I think he's exactly what we need for bo we need in boxing, and we need the heavyweight division. He's an entertainer all around. Through and I like think so too, especially after the the Klitschko era. You know, they were great boxers and everything, but. They weren't the most colorful guys in the world, to say the least. No, not at all. Style was a bit, a bit, uh, you know, not the not the most fan friendly style. Uh, so yeah, I agree with you. Uh, Tyson Fury, I think, is is great for the heavyweight division and for boxing. So um, I loved what he said about uh, you know he was asked by someone ringside about Deontay Wilder and if he had anything to say about him or to him and. He basically said that, you know, um, paraphrasing, but, you know, that he's going to be back and that he's going to be a champion again and that he's like, I believe in Dante oh, yeah. Wilder. And um, oh, yeah, he had yeah. nothing but really positive words to say, which was nice because, you know, Deontay Wilder put on a great you know, oh, fight in that third Pretty fight. Ever. And one, you got kind of mixed messaging. It seemed like one day there was a post talking about how he felt really good and everything was fine. And then the next day, it seemed like there was a post talking about how he was considering retirement. And I know he yeah. broke his hand um, in the fight. So, uh, you know, shout out to Deontay Wilder. Hopefully you're healing and uh, you get back in the ring and stay healthy. And I'd love to see him as a champ again, too, as a, you know, as an American, you want it, you love the American heavyweight. Um, so. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think he's yeah. easily a champion again. I don't think there's a lot of heavyweights uh, that can do what uh, Tyson Fury did. Well, we talked about Anderson, so um, you know that's yeah. That, he's gonna be dang, he's he's a old he. I, I look at Anderson. He's he's a, he he reminds me of a, a heavyweight from the old school. He's he, he's mm -hmm. he's not he's not overly big. He's not excessively big, but he he he's 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 a real athlete. He looks right. the part, you know. He he has he has legs underneath him. He he he's athletic. I mean, most uh, the, the, America don't have. A heavyweight championship or heavyweight champion because they're all either on the on the gridiron or they're on the court. Right. Yep. Right. Yeah. So it's true. I mean, 
Yeah. He he actually he 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 looks he looks the part. I think he has all the intangibles. I think he I think he's gonna be good and he's gonna be great for a long time. Like I said, he will be champion. Yeah. Well, and you know, a good friend of mine who um, uh, he and I have been friends for a long time, and we uh, are both boxing fans. But he's more into MMA now. But anyway, he's he he watched all the all three of the Fury Wilder fights, and he said, "Just it amazes me, Brian, how big these freaking heavyweights are now, and how well they can move for such insane." That's exactly right. You know, it's insanely uh, big. Yeah, it's just uh, it's it's just uh, incredible when you think about some in the old days, uh, like a Jack Dempsey fighting at 185 pounds or something like that. Right. Or a big uh, a big a big uh, George Foreman, 6'4", 220. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was a big. Yeah. And we thought, you know, like Jerry Cooney was this giant of a man, you know, and he looked he looked small against uh, someone like Fury or. You know, wilder. Uh, they're all little compared to them guys. Yeah, <laughs> six nine, six nine, two seventy is huge. Well, hey Tony, it's been great talking to you, and uh, we don't want to take up too much of your time here, but definitely looking forward to seeing you back in the ring and and to seeing you at the Armory this weekend. Um, right, I'm looking forward to it, man. It's gonna be a great time. Yeah, Go sorry, sorry say guys, but have a good time. And congrats <laughs> yeah, but, again uh, on that win. Spectate. That was a great. Great win there uh, at Canterbury. Really exciting fight and, a, and a, a terrific performance on your part. So, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. Congrats to you and your team, Corey Rodriguez, Jesse Garza. Great job, guys, all around. And, uh, oh, yeah. and to the, the man who's not with us right now, Eric, you know, Eric Hinderacker, thanks again. Uh, Jeremy Bjornberg, like I said, Canterbury, Ignite Fights. Awesome job, guys. Yeah, yeah man. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me, man.